Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. Hi, this is Johnny and welcome to this Coach House Beacon. Do you maintain or make over? No one would watch a programme about someone hoovering their house daily, but plenty of people watch Grand Designs. Maintenance is boring and makeovers look amazing, but without maintenance, the results of a makeover are quickly lost. God flips our lives upside down when we come to know him, but the changes he makes are meant to be cultivated as we come to know him. Currently, I need to order new brake pads for my bike, a new lock and a new pull-up bar. It takes me ages to adjust the brakes properly, so I've put it off. My keys keep jamming in the rusted bike lock, and one of these days it'll jam as I'm trying to untie my bike and stop me getting home. I can see the eroded grip on my pull-up bar and the flex in the metal which risks me featuring in a future You've Been Framed video. My pads still work, my lock still locks, and my bar stays in place. But this will change if I don't fix them soon. All these jobs are easy to do, but have a low psychological payoff. There's no glam before and after pick, and the functionality is being preserved rather than fixed. The Bible talks about a dramatic change of identity when we become Christians. Romans 8 verse 14 to 17 describes how we are adopted into God's family when we become Christians and receive a new identity. As it says, The spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And that's in verse 15. Once we were fearfully enslaved to self-centred and evil ways of living, which we couldn't escape. Then God rescued us and adopted us into his family as children forever. It's not, it's not like it's just tweaking a few bits and making a few improvements. It's like handing your house over to be completely shelled and rebuilt by a builder and an architect. This analogy isn't perfect because change takes a while to be seen and we don't get perfectly fixed up in this lifetime. Even so... The change is big and will show itself more and more over time. Colossians 2 verse 6 to 7 describes how this process continues. So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. When we put our faith in God to rescue us from our old lives, this begins the process of change. Colossians 2 tells us that the process continues. Let's observe the key points in this passage. Number one, to continue in the faith. To continue in faith is a main idea in this passage and everything else revolves around it. If we believe that God is Lord over everything, it makes sense that we will keep on trusting him and learning to live his way. Returning to our analogy, if we let God tear out the old bathroom, why wouldn't we let him start fitting a new one? Secondly, we're rooted and built up. Continuing faith mean, means that we become properly established. Roots stabilise a tree and absorb nutrients from the ground, which allows it to grow. Likewise, a building doesn't end with its foundations being laid, but with it built into a complete house over time. Thirdly, tying the first two points together, it's all in him. Specifically, we live our lives in Christ Jesus and are built up and rooted in him. We're not living for ourselves and we're not generally just becoming nice and better people. With God's help, we are becoming more like Jesus as we live with our lives focused on him. And number four, we are strengthened in the faith. 
Being well-rooted and built up means being strengthened in your faith in God. You believe what God says about himself and you put this into practice more and more as time goes on. And that's the result of being, of being rooted and built up. And finally, this leads to thankfulness. Why does this passage say that we should be overflowing with thankfulness? It's because God is the one who has saved us and promises to keep changing us. We put our faith in God and let him do the work that he needs to do. We trust him as the builder with the tools and the architect with a plan. Think of it like this. If your house is pretty good and just needs a few tweaks here and there to be perfect, you won't appreciate or understand why the builder and architect are asking for a complete overhaul. However, if they show you dry rot in the rafters, sinking foundations and wiring that might set your house on fire, then you'd be thankful for the work, even more so than when they begin to fix it. So, what actions can we take to ensure that we are rooted and built up? What does spiritual maintenance and cultivation look like? Acts 2 verse 42 notes how believers in the early church practiced their faith. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Each of these points in this verse are key things that Christians actively do, rather than the many things that God has already done for us. We find the apostles' teaching as we read the Bible. We have fellowship as we meet together as Christians. We remind ourselves of Jesus' death and resurrection when we break bread and take communion. And we pray to communicate with God in numerous different ways. These actions give our lives a Christian structure and scaffold. Each one takes up an amount of time and is an action that we simply take. The passage doesn't say how much time to give to this. It does note that early believers were devoted to these things. When we think about this verse alongside our verses from Colossians 2, we can understand that we become more and more devoted to God over time as God roots us in the faith and builds us up and strengthens us. Either way, my plea to you is this. Make time for these things. It could be long or brief, but do them. And why should we do it? Because it gives God space and opportunity to speak to us. It puts us in a place where we can hear him and cultivate this life of faith, wherever we're starting from. For example, I know that I'm personally convicted to go and have more fellowship with believers, which has easily dropped off during the pandemic. Like with my brakes, bike lock and pull-up bar, it's unsafe to leave things as they are. Let's encourage each other to keep cultivating our relationship with God and to overflow with thankfulness. Let me pray. Lord God, I thank you that you are always at work in us and help us to take the steps that we need to put in place so that you can speak to us and we can hear you clearly. Lord, I pray that we would be able to hear you clearly speaking to us this week. Help us and draw attention to the times when we can make time for you, when we can put time aside to listen to you and hear what you have to say. Lord, I pray that you will help us in this and I pray that you will bless us and strengthen us in our faith as we seek to live for you in every area of life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Coach House Beacons, the Coach House Church Daily Devotional. To find out more, join us on Facebook, Instagram, or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org.